The Muster Events Diary with Beef and Lamb New Zealand. Click beeflambnz.com. Sarah Swinburne, she's based at Lawrence and is part of the Beef and Lamb Southern Farmer Council and joins us on the muster on a Thursday afternoon. Good afternoon, Sarah. Good afternoon, Andy. How are you? Really good. Great to speak to you. Spoke to you, I think it was back in September. Um, it's been a few months, tick away since then, obviously. You're based in Lawrence. You were telling me off here before, it's still dry up there. You don't seem to be getting these rains that a lot of other areas are receiving. We're catching a bit of rain, Andy, but um, but not as much as perhaps we would like. I've talked to a few other people and you get a bit envious when you hear they've had a bit more than us, but we'll take whatever comes our way. The season in general up there in Lawrence, how's it been from your perspective anyway? Um, it feels like it's been a bit of a tight season. It's been It's felt cold um, and I just don't really feel like we've hit those growth strides like we normally do. Um, yeah, just feeling tight and getting battered by those northerly winds which are taking their toll on drying everything out and those burnt-off knobs are really starting to show up around the district now. So that rain can keep falling if it likes. And this correlates nicely into what we're speaking to today, Sarah, the Farming for Profit Field Day being held at Moa Flat on the 20th of February regarding fattening crops for lambs. That's right, Andy. One o'clock on the 20th of February, we are doing a lamb fattening tour around Moa Flat, um, looking at some of the different options, um, covering some multi-graze kale, some rathno, some leafy turnip and some red clover. Um, bit of a twist on this one. We're looking at it from a farmer's perspective. Um, so grassroots, having a chat to those that grow them and how they fit in their systems. Um, you know, you hear about these fandangled crops and you put them in and usually with every action there are unintended consequences some of them positive, some of them negative. So just getting a yarn to these guys and finding out what were the challenges that maybe you didn't foresee when you put them in and how did you overcome them, how do you manage those crops and what are the rewards you reap from sowing them. So, yeah, just a, a real grassroots conversation about how they fit in their system. Everybody's been having the conversation about summer-proofing their properties as such, Sarah. A lot of people saying leafy turnips and summer, summer turnips just to try and solidify their feed proposition looking through the summer months, isn't it? Yeah, and I guess it's the same philosophy of winter, right? I mean, when you have a period in your season where your growth stops and you have a feed deficit, you have to plug that by growing a source of feed when you have your growth period. And summer crops effectively do the same as a winter crop if you have a, a lack of growth in that summer. You grow something in your spring so you've got that volume of feed sitting there to be able to graze off in that summer when that growth stops or when you run into a lack of feed due to having more mouths on and, and trying to fatten lambs. So um, it's become the norm as we are seeing drier summers and, and drier autumns. So, yeah, it's, they are growing in popularity and I just thought it would be a good opportunity to have a real good yarn about them and the, the good, the bad and the ugly of them, a, a real honest view. And like you say, it'll be the farmers themselves discussing what they've found to be the positives and the negatives putting the crop in too. So that'll be interesting, um, just going from the cocky's perspective and no one else. Correct. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that already grow these crops and everyone will have their own twist on how they do it. And it's not to say that the way that the speakers on the day 
do it is the best way. It's just a farmer's perspective. Their perspective, on yes. What works for them, what fits in their system, and I guess if nothing else, it's a chance to come along and ask questions and and to question your own system and if what you've got is the best fit, or if you can find any tweaks to just adjust your system slightly and get better production out of it. Because at the end of the day, production and profitability is what we're all chasing. Sarah, do you think farmers need to question their own businesses and their own habits for doing winter feed propositions, summer feed? They need to constantly evolve in their thinking as to what they want to do? I think they do, Andy. I mean, change is inevitable, um, be that climatic change, regulatory change, or just social change. It changes are constant, and I think to be on top of your game and your business, it is good to be able to take a step back and review what you're doing, to question what you're doing, to be able to look at your business from a critical perspective and and see if you can find room for improvement because I think you leave yourself open to miss opportunities if you're not always looking for improvement. Now the Dartmoor flat going to four farms um, or four different farmers giving their perspectives, what can people expect? Yeah, so we are starting at the Wilden Station Woolshed, so that's 521 Wilden School Road. Um, Pete Adam has kindly offered to host us there. Um, and then we will be heading round to a multi-graze kale paddock at Wahilo Station to have a look at what they do there. Um, Tiki touring on round to James Edgar's and looking at some leafy turnip there. And Wilden, uh, sorry, Wilson Devery um, has his property. He's got 20% of it in a straight red clover stand. So looking at his operation there with a large portion of red clover. So it's a bit of a tour around the district, um, but it's also a range of opinions on a range of crops. So hopefully it'll be a great day out and, and a good wee look around. And if nothing else, like you say, a great wee look around, but go and see a different bit of dirt and a different way of thinking from people too. Yeah, it's always good to get off the farm. It's always good to go and socialise and it's always good to pick other people's brains and usually you feel rejuvenated when you come home. So um, it'd be great to see everyone along there. So Sarah, people wanting to get involved with this field day on the 20th of next month, what do they do to enrol? Uh, if anyone's keen to come along, um, if they can head along to the Beef and Lamb website, which is beeflambnz.com forward slash events, and if they can register for the event, it's called Lamb Fattening Tour, a farmer's perspective. Sarah Swinborn, appreciate your time on the muster as always. Thank you, Andy. Sarah Swinborn, part of the Beef and Lamb Farmer Council, but talking today about the Farming for Profit Field Day on the 20th of February at Moa Flat, beeflambnz.com to find out more details. Be an interesting day as well. Up next, we're going to go to Balclutha. Between Balclutha and Milton, catch up with Nigel Woodhead for the first time this year. See how things are looking. Yeah.